Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, I've got a question for all of you. What is the thing that your partner thinks that they would ace the test on, but you'd actually give them a failing grade? And what is that thing? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Um, and Bradley, I saw this hilarious um, article in the in the Daily Mirror. Okay. Uh, about how people grade their partners sure. in a number of different areas. Now, on average. People give their partner a relationship grade of a B minus. Like an overall relationship that grade? Is their overall relationship grade. But this survey had them uh, grade their partners in a number of different areas. Things like making an effort with their friends or cleanliness or their fashion sense or their sex life, etc. But we thought it was kind of funny because I was having a conversation with my husband the other day. We were out with some friends and he was kind of bragging about, not bragging, that's not the proper word, but he was saying, you know, like, this is the thing that I really focus on. I put all my energy toward, and I'm really, I think this is what I'm really good at. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I may have not given you the A plus that you just oh, gave yourself on it? that. Um, it had to do with housekeeping. Okay. Uh, and I would say that perhaps that's not his most gifted area. And that's, yeah. you know, and I'm sure he would have a, a similar grading system for me in areas that I think I'm fantastic at that he might give me a B minus C D or F. Why don't like, why don't you give him a, why do you give him a failing grade in housework? But he thinks it's otherwise like, what's the, where is the, if I only knew I could fix all the relationships, where's the, the blind world. spot is what I'm asking. I think his eyes, I mean, his ability to actually see the film. So did you ask him to justify this behavior? <laughs> I mean, we just kind of like it. This is the ongoing conversation. I think in our marriage and I'm sure in many, there's an area like this and that's kind of what we're asking you about. Six, five, one, six, four, one, 1071 where you know he, he just sees the world differently the world that we live in the home that we live in differently he doesn't notice the same messes that i do he you know feels like if he goes through the checklist of like dusting and vacuuming that like that's kind of good enough and i will see extra things like fingerprints on the um on the, what are those things called? Like the door jams. Or I will see other things that he's not seeing. I'm like, well, that to me is like finishing the whole job. Anyway, we've gotten a couple emails. 651-641-1071. If you'd like to answer this question, what is the thing that your partner thinks they ace the test on, but you would give them a failing grade? Uh, we got this email from Katie. She said, my very wonderful, amazing boyfriend legitimately thinks that he's great at making the bed. I appreciate the effort, but it has never once looked good. All the credit to him for trying to stack my multiple throw pillows, though. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Like when one person in there, I feel like there's usually one who feels like they know the right way to do things. And then the other person doesn't do them the right way. This sounds a lot 
very familiar is what I'm saying. And my partner is the one who always believes that his way is the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it's not even just the, it's the all the way done way. That's kind of the thing at my house is like the finishing the job way. Let's go to the phones. Karen's on the line. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi. What is the thing that you, uh, that your partner thinks that they would ace the test on, but you would probably give them a low or failing grade? My husband thinks that he can barbecue, but he can't. Oh, no. I know. And it's such a man thing. I've never said anything except, you know, on the radio. Okay, yeah, um, no, just no on the radio. Deal. We don't have no to tell deal. You just told everybody, just but it's us. okay. Yes, between us. <laughs> but I'll even sneak out there and start the grill and, and then just put the meat on and stuff because, and then he'll say, oh, I could have done that. And it's like, well, you were watching football or, you know. <laughs> Oh my God, that is such a, a lovely, um, passive-aggressive way of dealing with yeah. reality. Like, what does he do wrong? Like, does he overcook things or undercook yeah, things? Yeah, the burgers or just are not too well taste- done, yeah. or the chicken's not done enough, and but he thinks it's good, so... So do, you know, do, do, does he... Yeah, um, I love that. Does he say things to you like, wow, I really know how to cook some burgers? Well, he he doesn't come right out and say that, but you can tell he has some pride in, uh, you know. God like, bless him. Oh, he cooks it, you know? meat over fire. I get yeah. it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Karen, thank you so much for your call. 651-641-1071. What's the thing that your partner thinks they do really well, but you would not give them a passing grade for? So Lena um, sent us a message and she said, let me preface this by saying that my husband is phenomenal and very helpful. However, I think that he thinks that he's quite good at doing the dishes. I will wash all the pots, pans, and other cookware used to make a meal and he will wash his own plate and say he did the dishes. Mm -hmm. He also doesn't know that I go back and rewash the dishes he already washed. Oh my God, you sound like Jamie. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Who washes the dishes before he puts them in the dish which you're not supposed to do by the way okay the food- i would like you to please send no, him a message because i, I can i will that falls on deaf ears i will do that also he can feel free to speak to anybody who works in the appliance section of any major retailer yeah. because they will tell you that the food particles are needed in order to well, clean the dishes thoroughly okay so i'm just I'm not saying gonna do that because i love my relationship enough to know <laughs> I choose my battles. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the thing that your partner thinks that they do so well they would get a they would pass with flying colors, but you would probably give them a failing grade for. Uh, yeah, the dishes one is uh, is one that that definitely I think has been talked about at least at our oh, for sure. house. Yeah, yeah. Was that, do, um, Holly, do you have any, any, cause you have one. Oh, well, I have many, but one in particular is for the love of Pete, learn how to do the dishes. Might I suggest to my significant other who may or may not be listening as he has a day off. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Soap is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, Use I was going to say... Use it to wash your dishes. I see this happening, and I've seen it time and again, and I I hesitate to point it out. I'll be in the kitchen, we're talking, doing whatever, and you know, it's a nice thing. He decides to do the dishes, but this is how he'll wash a glass. The glass may have just been used for mm-hmm. water, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, it touched your lips. It has stuff on it. Mm-hmm. He takes the glass and rinses it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Rims his hands around it. Okay, maybe not that. And then, and then so I was going to give I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt no! and say when you say things like he doesn't know how to do the dishes or he doesn't know how to do the laundry, like I always want to point out, like to your expectation, dot dot dot, right? Because I've learned that in in my relationship where my idea of something done the correct way is not Jamie's idea of something done the correct way. And sometimes that's just like, because we came from different places. Mm -hmm. Right. But to Holly, like in that example, like there is a baseline at which we must all agree that (laughs) washing dishes does involve soap. For example, it does. It truly does beyond soap and water. Where you put them in the dishwasher. Oh, that bugs me. I put them oh, just as long as they're in there. I don't look, care. I'm not complaining because I don't do the dishes anymore. I was like, you know, fine. I'll make the food. You do the dishes because I don't do the dishes correctly. So I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and less, or, that is easier than, say, arguing the correct way to do the dishes because you will, no one wins that argument. See, I don't think, and my, I don't think my, my husband might tell you a different story, but I don't think we have that conversation at our house about like the correct way to do things. The all the way done way of doing things is my, like, for example, when you take the garbage out, what do you do next? You put, put a another new bag, in. bag Thank in. you. Yeah. So you understand that that is the rest of the job. Yeah. Taking the garbage out is only half of the job. Yeah. You got to finish. Yeah, that's it. You like a baseline. That's a baseline. Loop. So sometimes we're below the baseline. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. No, I'm saying you have legitimate points if if the execution isn't taking place. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like what constitutes a clean house, because people will say things like people, meaning I will hear things like. That is not how you keep a house, or that is not the way you do it. And I'm mm. like, well, that is that's not, not the way, way you, you do house. it. Here's the thing. Oh. This is my rule. This is how you keep a house at my house. As long as um, his family doesn't say something about oh. the cleanliness of my house or the lack of it, Sounds like- then we're in a good space. But I'm the one that makes that happen. Let it be known. And now I've said my piece. I feel like there's some stuff there. Oh, there's some deep stuff there. Deep stuff. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, Brad is wondering what is going to happen to Julie Chen. We've heard that Les Moonves has made his exit from CBS, but what does that mean for his wife, Julie Chen, who still works at CBS? We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. So, Bradley has been wondering and I frankly have too why what's going to happen to Julie Chen on CBS we know that Les Moonves her husband uh, has exited uh, due to accusations of sexual misconduct what's going to happen to Julie Chen this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer well and that was a question I had last night when I was reading the story about um, Les Moonves as unceremoniously exiting stage right from CBS, I thought, well, riddle me this, Batman. What's happening to Julie Chen? Because, of course, she's all over the CBS with the talk and the uh, big brother. And, um, you know, at the outset, let me just say we have an answer to what's going to happen to Julie mm-hmm. Chen, at least in the short term. But before we even get to that, can I also just say from the outset, that a lot of people are like, well, it's not fair to talk about Julie Chen because mm-hmm. she's just the wife of a man who's done some horrible things and it's not her fault and we shouldn't blame her and blah, 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 blah. All of that is true. However, I think this is a unique case insofar as Julie Chen 
And we can talk about their relationship and how it started. Because mm-hmm. there's a story there. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of her role at CBS, I think it is totally p- legit to have the conversation about what's going to happen to her in her career in a way that um, shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't shy away from. That said, we now know, as I said, what's going to happen to her in the short term. She's going to take a few days off. So um, for now. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking a few days off from the talk to be with my family. I will be back soon and we'll see you Thursday night on Big Brother. So she's not going to do the talk. You get that, right? Like it's she's not going to do the show where she actually has to be, quote, authentic and Mm. have, quote, conversations and, you know, uh, speak extemporaneously. However, Mm -hmm. the show where she just basically tells you about all the drama that happened in a fake house on TV. Yeah, the one that's scripted. That one she can do. The scripted reality show. She can do that. The one that requires her to answer tough questions. No, she can't do that. So and I will say she put herself in this position again. I'm not trying to somehow morally equivalent. Is that a word? Did I just it make sounded that up? good? Equivalent. Smart. Is that a word? It's really cromulent. Cromulent. Is that like uh, from an episode of Star Trek? Okay, so planet cromulent. Whatever she just said. So I. Th- it's not to say that. Julie Chen is less Moonves because they're married, right. meaning she's a horrible person. But I think she has to answer some very tough questions. Right. And you'll, she's seen this coming. Well, and you'll remember she made a statement publicly in the talk before. And her statement at that time was, this is the last time I will speak about this issue. And what she had to say for the last time that she was going to speak about this issue was that she will stand by her husband 100 percent. And then she will never speak about this issue again, Mm -hmm. to which I would have told her if I were her PR person, if I were her friend, if I were somebody, somebody, her coworker who asked for advice, she asked for advice. I would say, please don't put yourself in a box like that, because you may find yourself in a position where you need to come out against your husband Mm -hmm. and say things that, um, you know, are uncomfortable that you don't want to say right now. Oh, because yeah. what she has done is put herself in this box where she's like, oh, I'm I'm never talking about this again. And I believe my hun- husband 100%. Mm-hmm. You should never, just as a matter of personal integrity, go out into the world and say, or I wouldn't, let me, let me couch this. I would never go out into the world and say unequivocally 100% what somebody, what I believe somebody did or did not do, especially when it occurred before allegedly they ever knew me right all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like, I'm not going to speak on my husband's behalf about a time that I didn't 
know my husband. Right. Because that's you that's, you know, almost hubris. You can't possibly know for sure, right? So why put yourself out there in a uh on on a limb or in a box such that now she looks like well she's well, to- yeah. you got egg on your face. Right. And she's essentially then discrediting all these women all who the have women accused who have, her husband yeah, of, of sexually exactly. assaulting them, frankly, yes. and and assaulting them otherwise as well. Go ahead. I was just going to add to that. You also have, remember, um, and I, I don't think we need to play the clip, but we talked about initially before the, the, the news came out that she was going to step back for a while. There's also this side conversation about how she talked about Janet Jackson and Janet Jackson's treatment following that um, notorious wardrobe boob, malfunction, uh, boob grabbing wardrobe malfunction thing in light of the news that Les Moonves had a calculated long term vendetta against Janet Jackson and her career. Absolutely. Which entangles her into that story. So you've got I think there is some legitimate questions that should be put to Julie Chen mm-hmm. if she is going to continue to be on the talk specifically, specifically, maybe less so Big Brother, but less so. I see what you did there. Yeah, it was good. Well, Ooh, we, this is so juicy. It is we juicy. Son of time. Well, good news. We've got a show coming up tomorrow where we, we do? will talk about this again. But we also have a segment coming up next, <gasps> and it's one of our favorites. It is crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb oh, people yeah, doing dumb things. Yeah. Every day at 2.30, we're going to tell you about those okay. dumb people doing dumb things right here on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Okay. Florida. Hey, before we start this, Holly, are you fine with us giving something away while I tell people the story? Uh, well, of course. Oh, good. Two tickets to Sometimes There's Wine at Park Square Theater on Friday, September 28th at 7.30 p.m. How about caller number three is going to get that pair of tickets to Sometimes There's Wine? Six five one six four one one zero seven one, and you could be the lucky winner. Oakley Dokley, I want to tell you a story. Mm-hmm. A story about a guy, a guy known as the DWI guy. Mm-hmm. It may not surprise you. I don't you. feel like that's the superhero you want to be. I'm DWI guy. Mm-hmm. No, you really don't want to be known. Unless DWI stands for doing what is something. <laughs> There's a guy named uh, Tom Anelli who mm. for years has heavily advertised himself on radio, of all things, mm. as being the DWI guy. Hey, cut in a DWI? Call me. I'll get you out of it. Well, according to uh, police, a woman had been a passenger in his vehicle recently. They got into a verbal argument. So she left the vehicle and was walking alongside the road 
When the trooper arrived, authorities say that he came back to the area driving his vehicle Hmm. where she was. Um, The trooper was trying to figure out what was going on. And so he was talking to this Mr. Anelli guy and he was like, hmm, that's a familiar smell. That's a familiar smell. Well, that familiar smell, of course, was his blood alcohol level uh, above 0.06, which means that the DWI guy was DWI. Yeah, he was driving while intoxicated. Yes. So the guy that was helping people with the D-dubs got a D-dub. And needed some help. Yes. With the D-dubs. So he is no longer apparently associated with the DWI guy. Well, he's a different kind of DWI guy. Yes. Yes. Now he's the guy with the DWI. Um, He did say those days are over. Which ones? The DWI guy. (laughs) I feel like that's not a thing where you want to say, I speak from experience. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, that would be one thing if you were like, I got a DWI, I learned my lesson, and now my job is to help people struggling with the same issue. But that's not, I don't feel like what he's This was like, you know, a cart before the horse thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You'd think you'd know better. Okay. Let's go to Vail, Colorado, shall we? Okay. I want to tell you about a neighborly feud. Have you ever had neighbors that you just ugh, don't get along with? Um, actually, no. Okay, well, you are lucky. I know. Because you could have found yourself in the same situation that this elderly man in Vail, Colorado, found himself in. Okay. He went I feel to the, like Vail is fancy. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, listen how fancy... Listen how fancy Vail is. He went to put gas in his car, and uh, when he opened up the gas tank, he realized that it was full of smoked salmon. What? what? I know. Turns out he's been feuding. How with did his... he? Was salmon just like spewing out, or did he smell it? How do you know that salmon is in your um, gas tank? Hold on, I'll show. You. Well, I can show you a picture. Uh, I like think that might help. Out? Well, you, it's pretty evident that there's smoked salmon in there. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know that I would have said smoked salmon, but well, I would have said there's some sort of meat issue. He happening. didn't know exactly what it was yeah. right off the bat either. Oh. But when the Vale Police got involved, the Vale Police were able to identify that indeed what was in his gas tank was smoked salmon. Also, smoked salmon, that is classy. If you're going to stuff something in somebody's yeah. gas yeah. tank, Why not that is not a cheap option. Go to the bathroom or something. With sugar or something like that. Okay, well, geez. That's a good idea. I mean, because... <laughs> Go potty in somebody's gas tank? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, it's stop. free. Stop. I'm, you know, I can't go down this line. Um, so here's what happened. This this elderly couple lives next door to another uh, another party in a duplex and they have not been getting along for months they've been fighting over things like parking like loud music and like the cable tv because the neighbor who had stuffed the salmon in the elderly couple's gas tank was very upset that they had allowed Comcast to run a cable through their yard. Okay. Right? So these kinds of petty little things. Yeah. So the cops go to question the neighbors because when they ask the elderly man, he's like, well, yeah, we don't really get along with our neighbors. The cops go and question the neighbors. Okay. This is Here's just a few things that the cops learn, okay? They learn that that neighbor had served smoked salmon for dinner just the night prior. So it seems like they had some on hand. They had leftovers. 
Uh, also, who serves smoked salmon for dinner? I don't know. That just doesn't seem like a dinner. Meanwhile, the neighbor denied knowing how the salmon got there. She couldn't figure out how the heck it got in his gas tank. Uh, but she is a person who plays her music very loudly and um, knew that it had irritated the neighbors. And uh, she also had engaged in other non-neighborly uh, behavior. Uh, twice during the 20-minute conversation with the officer, the neighbor who had had salmon for dinner the night prior looked down into the left, which indicated <laughs> that she was lying. This is in the police report. Uh, she also insisted to the officer that her neighbors were not neighborly because they had allowed Comcast to dig in her yard because everybody knows that's not um and uh and the officer said you know what keep your salmon to yourself figure out how to get along with your neighbors and please don't do that ever again did she get arrested no oh no charges were filed pay for like cleaning out my gas do you want to know how much it cost how much 211 dollars to get salmon out of your gas tank just fyi i'm telling you nothing on your car is cheap no don't even get me started. Yeah. Uh, the officer did suggest to the elderly couple that they hire an attorney. So that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Just to be on guard. Just in case that woman strikes again. In case there's she more salmon. There. Don't give people ideas, please. I'm sure it's been done. If you Google, can you Google doo doo in the gas Holly, can? Holly will. <laughs> Holly, Holly can too. do it. Okay. Before, while Holly's uh, Googling doo doo in the gas can, that, that also like a, sounds like a band. band right? Hey, it's doo doo in the gas can. Next uh, up, I'm actually getting legitimate things for a skidoo gas can. Oh. Okay. I, maybe I'll clarify my search. Yeah, I think you need to say gas tank. A skidoo? Say excrement in the gas tank. Excrement. Oh, excrement. here's something from Reddit. Poop. Takes me right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a thing. Apparently, While it's you're a thing. researching, I want to go to uh, Long Island. Okay. And I want to tell you about the dumbest man alive. Oh, good. Really? Yes. Is he in the Guinness book? <laughs> Not yet, but okay. I think it's only a matter of time. Okay. He his name is Tahim McKay. Okay. Okay. And he was arrested on ten counts of burglary yesterday. Ten? Yeah, he was apparently breaking into homes from July of last year to late February, stealing jewelry and designer accessories. Okay. Hmm. Um that is bad. You yeah. can't do that. But no. that's not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. And I said he was the dumbest person alive. Alive. Right? Would, that was big. So um, it's how they caught him. Mm. Uh, it's how they caught him that they are determining or that I can claim he is the dumbest person alive. So he goes into a house, breaks in, steals some stuff, goes into another one, breaks in. I mean, you know, if I did that, it'd probably take him a while to figure out because mm-hmm. I would have been, you know, wearing maybe some you know, uh, clothing to cover my face or something, right? Right. Hide myself. And then I would be real shifty and, you know, go from bush to bush so they couldn't see me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Tahim McKay had one fatal flaw in his plan to burglarize several homes. He was very, very careful. Mm -hmm. Didn't leave any fingerprints behind. Mm -hmm. There was only one problem. And that problem was... He was already on probation for breaking and entering, right? Okay. How do we uh, know that? 
because he was wearing an ankle bracelet. Oh, gosh, dude. When he broke into those 10 homes. So the police were able to catch him by following him on his ankle bracelet. Dude, okay. So if you have a... How long did it take them, though, to find him? (laughs) I don't know. Can we be honest about that? Uh, Well, one, one particular home had been hit four times. Uh, the but same ten, one? Yep, 10 counts of burglary. Now, presumably, he wasn't the first suspect because it's not like they've got like somebody watching everybody's you know, Anklets. ankle bracelets. <laughs> but when they narrowed it down or came up with the idea that it could be him, they were like, well, let's just look. Oh. Oh, yeah, he's been there. Oh. Hey, where were you on the night of, I don't know. I think you do. I think you do. Because we do. Because you're wearing an ankle bracelet. Also, four times the same house. I mean... Did he think they were, like, replenishing the stolen goods every time? Actually, I will tell you, this is a little-known fact. But if you get broken into once, you are more likely to get broken into again. Because them criminals, they're like, you got stuff. You're going to buy all new stuff to replace the stuff we stole. Mm. So we're going to steal it again. So just Mm. know... That um, if you got broken into, you're probably going to get broken into again. I'm sorry. It's just a rough world we live in. Thank you for that uplifting information. Uh, When we come back, I'd like to have more uplifting information for you. Yes. uh, That of me winning the throwback live. We're going to play the throwback live at 245 after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Hi. Busy. It's 2:45. It means only one thing on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Whatever. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Craner. Means it's time for the throwback live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the throwback live. At 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict. Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. Hi. Everybody, it's time for Monday's edition of the Throwback Live at 245. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips, and the first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 245. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen. Anybody? I won. Bradley. I won. Just because you say it, don't make it so. That's true. You gotta play the game. Mm -hmm. You can't just Mm -hmm. Picard that, right? Okay. Make it so. Make it so. Wait, no. Make it so. That was my kind of, like, yeah, that was that. middling. Uh, yeah, work on that. All right. The total victory tally, by the way, we keep track here of who wins this little game. And uh, as it stands right now, before today's game, Colleen has 63 total victories Yay. and Bradley has 57. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. So let's get right to it with our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Colleen, trainer. Bradley. Um, another one bites the dust. Bump, bump, bump. 
such a good song, it right? Is. Isn't I it? just know that I was born at the right time that we were able to appreciate that song. Yeah, no right? kidding. Uh, In yeah. the moment. In right? The, oh, okay. Like we can't appreciate it now. No, you just can't really appreciate it. Mm. Reappreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Grandpa. All right. Hey! <laughs> moving on. Congratulations, Bradley. You did and get that point. Down. Yes. Uh moving I'm on to our second. Vintage pop culture audio clip in the throwback live at 245. Let's throw it back to the 90s. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this piece of vintage pop culture audio. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Is that, um, no, it's not that Sailor Moon. Oh my God, I got it! Yeah. Um, you you just got that given to you by Hannah. I said Sailor Moon. What even is that? It's a cartoon, it's an anime. Okay. Nobody knows that. Back on her friends. I knew it was anime, and I almost said the little prince. Oh yeah, no, sorry. I knew it was a lady. I don't know anything about that. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. That's unfortunate for you, Colleen. All hey, right, look, Bradley. that was a stab in the dark, so I got lucky. You did get lucky, but it worked out for you. So, Bradley, you have two points in today's throwback live at Oh, look at that, Mary. Yes. And Who's Mary? Who's Mary? <laughs> That's a we'll mystery. We'll ask our social media gal later. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have our third vintage pop culture okay. audio clip. Now, this is very important because if Bradley, if you guess this correctly... <laughs> Then you win today's game. Now, Colleen, you can stay in the game. Mm-hmm. If you correctly... You can do it, Colleen. Come on. Show your I stuff. I want to give you a finger That's that I can't right. give you because oh. there's camera in the oh, room. Thank oh. you for keeping it family thank friendly. You. Now, listen carefully and identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out Bradley of your chair. Bradley. Network? Yes! I'm just not going to take it anymore. Go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take take this anymore. Mm -mm. Sorry. What, what, you didn't didn't win? Is that what you're sorry for? I know, it sucks when you don't know. Congratulations, Bradley. You won today's Throwback Live at 2.45. (laughs) I don't like that game. Can we play one? Can can you find one that I can get and play that? Welcome to my world when you start playing like deep music tracks from the 1990s. Well, before we finish off today's game, well, we already did. Bradley, you won! So good job! Yeah, you got the prize music! Yay, Bradley! Can you please change your points? Yeah. The total, because you have a habit of forgetting. Well, the total victory tally now. Bradley, you have 58 total victories. Uh And uh, Bradley, uh, our Colleen, is 63. Congratulations. And today, Bradley, you won yourself a brand new fancy cheese grater. Congratulations. Enjoy that prize. I need a food mill to make apple butter. He's been asking everybody for a food mill. Because I don't want to buy one. Well, I'm oh sorry, God. I'm like, Bradley. surely I know, you know, a woman, uh, a grandma who has, you know. A sexy grandma? Because my grandma had yeah. one, and yeah. she's the only one that I know of who had an, a food mill. 
And I feel like there's got to be a gram in my life that has a food mill laying around waiting. If for anybody me. has a food mill for Bradley, feel <laughs> Please, free to yeah. mail it in. Oh, yeah. Mail, mail it. it in. <laughs> yes. Not COD, though. No. no, we don't take any of those here at my talk. Now, listen to this vintage okay. pop culture audio clip. This is some of the, these are some of the leftovers from the game today. Listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley, and correctly identify this song. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Um, that's like a Bradley trainer thing from like a cartoon ending, uh, Mary melodies or a beginning. Uh, oh, nope. no, Looney, not it's not Looney Tunes. It's, uh, uh, Toonie, Toonie loons. Can you play it again? <laughs> yes. It's not Toonie loons. Thank you. I would watch this when I was sick. Tom and Jerry. Ah, yes. Oh, wow. When I was little, I used to watch that when I was sick at home. Uh, hey, well, let's say hi to Donnie. Okay, give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hi, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, right. Donnie. I have some Queen trivia real quickly for oh, fun. you. Since you did the We Will... Uh, what song did you that do? That was Another One Bites the Dust. Another mm-hmm. One Bites the Dust. The song We Will Rock You. Yes. The beginning of that song. Uh-huh. There are no drums on that. Oh. That is them stomping their feet on the floor of the studio. Boom, oh. boom, psh, And then the hand claps. Boom, boom. No drums. It's I just their feet. That. that is a fun fact. Yes. Were you there? Uh, no, I just happened to have read about that. Interesting. Interesting. No drums. Good news. That is news Polly's you can use. Thank you, Donnie. Thanks, Donnie. Uh, so, Lori and Julia coming up next. Lori's back. I know this because From she brought me a gift. It was something I asked for, but anyway, so she'll be back on the show today. Lori and Julia coming up next. Us, Colleen and Bradley, will be back Bye. tomorrow. Food mill. I need a food mill. Send it to Brad. Not no COD. Not COD. My talk 1071. Everything. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Entertainment.